Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your week. Got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax because we're gonna hit you with them stories. Facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the Masters of the Nerdiverse. Welcome to Masters of the Nerdiverse, where we always have such sites to show you. This Kumite of a podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Google Play in spotify um i'm of course your host mike g and with me as always is our conspiring co-host winter trash monk the third good evening <laughs> oh, that's stupid uh, i i i regret it about say doing that intro what's up this is winter at trash monk aye, aye, aye. that's trash monk aye, aye, aye. And aye, aye, aye. coming at you in the same place I always come at you at recently, in the deep bunkers yeah, of the Wisecast studio. Yeah, man. In the in the shallowed catacombs of of, of Castle Wisecast. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard you have a, a Igor in there, man. You gonna let him go home eventually? Nah, he he doesn't work for. He only works for fish heads, so I don't want him to go home. Nice. Yeah, man, you can't, you know, you can't take them back to the farm once they've seen Paris, man. Don't let them out. Don't let them out you ever. You can't take them back to the farm <laughs> when they've seen Paris. Yeah, man, you can't do it, man. Goodbye, Yellow. That's what good lo- Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road is all about, man. Goodbye, <laughs> Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> you know, you leave, the, you leave the farm, you see the big city, you're like, this is garbage. I think this conversation is garbage. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? I don't care. If somebody out there feels me. What's going on with you, winner? <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing Where much. Where you going to come down? Just uh, working on my uh, gaming PC. I put in the SSD drive, and it booted up perfectly. Uh, I thought I was going to have to spend Beautiful. another 100 bucks on an OS windows 10 but turns out there's already an os linked to my windows account so guess what there you go so i'm gonna be buying um, office 2016 well here's the dilemma do i get office 2016 now or wait a month to get office 2019 uh which is cheaper probably does it matter probably Open Office, <laughs> no, uh, Office 2016 would probably be cheaper. I guess 16. I mean, like off. I mean, unless you're doing some next level 
office stuff. You just need it for basic dictation, right? Right. Now, here's another thing. Keep it cheap, buddy. Uh, Microsoft. Here's here's a little bit of news that we didn't we don't have listed. Microsoft is planning to totally remove buying like Office separately. They're wanting. They're going to focus <laughs> by the year 2025. They're going to want people to buy Office 365, which is their monthly subscription yeah. plan. Man, uh, I have I can hearken on that because before I I became an Apple. Apple baby and bought myself the glorious iPad to which I do all my artwork on. I was slavishly, I would say, dr- dependent on Adobe Photoshop. You know, what I mean, been a Photoshop kid for years, so uh-huh. that's how I did my digital coloring for all my comic book art and stuff like that. But every year, Adobe got slimier with how they <laughs> how they approach <laughs> their their Photoshop to the point where it's like, oh no, this is just a pay. Uh, this is just a monthly service now. We we give you a suite of services, but I just want CS4. Like I, everything I've ever needed to do is perfectly fine on like CS4, even, even CS3 for that matter. It's like, no, you need the new one. You need the new one with the new suite of so-and-so. It's the stuff I don't need. Like, no, can I just get the download key for CS5? No, 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 no. We can't give you that. You got to use our new stuff. So it's like, I have a hard drive of just old C, uh, old uh, photo PS. I'm sorry, I keep saying CS. Old PS files uh, that I use just in case I buy a new PC and I want Photoshop on it, an old version. So get the old, keep the old stuff, man. As long as it works for you, ch- save the money. You don't need 19, unless you do. I don't know, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of all these subscription services for programs. I, I, I'm a fan of the old school, just buying CD and it's, that's the version you have. Yep. Um, but unfortunately totally by, by 2025, it's believed that Microsoft, this is like office 2019 will be the final standalone office. You can buy You wouldn't, you will have to get Dude. office 365. Now, whether no, that actually happens, 2025 is a long ways away. Um, that's a whole other thing. And then the question arises, well, how long are they going to support 2019? Um, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Do yourself a favor. Get you an external hard drive. Put that. Put the program you like on there so it's locked. So they can do whatever they want. You just maintain your 16 forever. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have to worry about that. That's what I did with Photoshop. Like I have CS5 somewhere and I don't need anything from Adobe ever again. CS5 does all my needs when I need it on that level. I'm just, I'm the same. I hate, hate, hate this new subscription service for, for software. It's annoying, but I feel your pain, man. Mm-hmm. But my, my now, humble, humble opinion, save some money. I do. I do have to say that with the six ninety nine, you it does come with uh, a terabyte of one Microsoft OneDrive, which made me want to switch because I'm already spending, I think nine ninety nine for a Dropbox for the terabyte. But uh, oh in yeah, the long yeah, yeah. run, OneDrive is a lot slower uploading things. Hmm. Do you have Google Drive, which is free? Yeah, but I need that terabyte. I put all my files on a Dropbox, so I have no. See, yeah, I, sh- I, f- I try not to put any if any 
like I don't even need the my documents section of my computer. It's just all coming from the Dropbox file that I have on my computer. So I just know I everything, all the audio I record, all the videos that I have, all the music is in there. Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I share two Dropboxes, one just for this channel and two for my other personal stuff. So I don't pay for Dropbox, you know, wink, wink. Um, I'm just still rocking the free boat. And if I need to free up some space, I'll just download what I'm going to delete onto my external hard drive and just delete it out of my, my, um, my Dropbox. Yeah. So I don't have to pay the subscription. You know what I mean? That's just me. Everybody operates differently and that's totally cool. And this has uh, been, I'm happy to hear, yeah. office cloud news, <laughs> office cloud, the office cast. Yeah. Right. I'm just happy that your uh, your Frankenstein's being brought to life, man. You know what I'm saying? Slowly but surely. Yeah, the next step is getting a graphics card. Yeah, have fun with that, my friend. That's going to be the most expensive part. It is a, a living hell. It's be <laughs> the, the twister, dog. Oh, man. Any, anything else going on with you, man? Um, not really. Yeah. Uh just uh living the dream <laughs> living the dream bro like all i want to do is talk about uh what i've pretty much done for the last week is just play spider-man on the ps4 marvel spider-man i'm not gonna go into some big thing because there's already a mltn haiku review of the game on our twitter account which is at m nerdiverse i think my haiku kind of spells out what i think about the game but just it's good. You're a Marvel kid. You like it. It's good. You like this. Sony has been on this kind of roll of just excellent ass games between like Horizon Zero Dawn and like uh, God of War. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Witcher Three. I think I would consider that amongst. Are you still get off of Witcher Three? Witcher 3 is so good. Shut up. I'll fight you forever. Jeez, it's like we going, uh, that's getting close to the point of it going, yeah, Nintendo's been having so many good games recently, like Mario Odyssey, GoldenEye yep. 007. Yep. <laughs> GoldenEye 007. <laughs> Shut up. It's not that old, you bastard. It's up there, man. It's, it's in this life cycle. I count it, damn it. Okay. It's in this, it's in this life cycle, man. Fine. I don't care. I will rep it forever. But no, Spider-Man is just well-written. So much money is in the game. The local motion feels amazing. Just play the damn game. But I will use that to segue into our first bit of news uh, for this episode. Which has been labeled the saddest... I don't know if you heard about this. The saddest Easter egg in all of history. And it's kind of a nutty kind of little story. So this guy reached out to Insomniac, the makers of Spider-Man, the game, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, and said, hey, guys, I want to propose to my uh, my girl. It would be cool if you guys kind of just throw in a a little note in the game so I can show her while we're playing, and that would be my proposal. And uh, one of the social media uh, managers said, oh, that's cute. Let me bring it to the team <laughs> we're in the, during development, right? Uh-huh. So... They do it like in Spider-Man, in PS4 Spider-Man, there is a uh, theater and on the uh, matinee uh, theater movie sign, it says, Maddie, will you marry me on there? Right. So the guy, he's playing the game with his girlfriend. He passes it. 
no, 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 no. Let me back up. Let me back up. So fast forward to the game is out, right? The game's out. Everybody's playing it. So the Insomniac guys reach back out to the the fan who asked for it. Says, hey, man, what did she say? How did it go? And he was like, well, my girlfriend dumped me five months before for my brother. And they're like, oh, whoa, I see. Do you want us to kind of, we could just patch that out if you want. <laughs> like, we could just like, just remove that for you if you want. And he's like, it's cool. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to really say to that. It's cool. You know, ho- hopefully this works and gets some Maddie out there engaged. You know, so in, in Insomniac's like, oh, you don't know what to do with this now. <laughs> it's the most craziest story I've heard, like in video games in a little while. So I definitely want to talk about the the saddest Easter egg of all time. Oh man, have you ever heard anything like that, Winter? Like any like really nutty proposals gone bad, or just people are just like, oh no, <laughs> this um, is a bad idea. I remember that one that was popular from like the baseball game where the woman shakes her head no. I've seen that. Uh, yeah. I've seen ones like uh, they lose the ring, but uh, oh wow, yeah, yeah. man! It, it reminds me of like at the game where they have the kiss cam yeah. and they go around, and there was one where the the dude uh, the, it was a kiss cam, and the girl went to lean in for a kiss with her dude, and the guy was being a jerk, and he was like on his phone, like not trying to do it. So the mascot ran up and just straight up laid one on her <laughs> in front of the camera. <laughs> and homeboy got super salty, and you could just see this his face turn beet red. It's freaking hilarious, man! Like, don't be a jerk on, yeah. don't be a jerk in front of millions of people. I think that's a good pro tip for everybody. Don't be camera... a jerk, and make sure that the woman you're gonna marry actually wants to marry you. Right? You may want to con. Hey, life is weird, man. People just fall out of love like on a whim. Life is weird, man. Oh, man. All Speaking right. of We're things not get that are... here, but... No, man. I'm not going to... Boys to Men is for after the show. <laughs> listen to Boys that to later. Men are after the show. Boys okay. to Men are after the show. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when the tape stops, uh, on Bandit Knee turns on. Oh, man. Speaking of nutty news, I do want to take a second to acknowledge the passing of Burnt Reynolds, which happened mm-hmm. in between our last show. Uh, he died at age 82. And Burnt Reynolds is one of those guys, man. The man mm-hmm. who was known for being eastbound and down is now westbound and above. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> is heaven to the west? He died at the age 82. Iconic actor Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Heaven's off the 105 for our, for for our LA fans out there. He'll now be running his own cannonball run. He'll be in, yeah, the, sky. in the sky for KCRW 32 News. Signing off. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Burt Reynolds was a cool dude, man. Best known for uh, Cannonball Run. Uh, 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 deliverance inspiration for Norm Macdonald, uh, SNL skit. Turd Ferguson forever. Yes, that's not my name. Turd Ferguson. Uh, also, um, Smokey and the Bandit, which was one of my dad's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Good old Bert, man. He'll Dungeons be... and Dragons, the movie. 
Uh, okay. No, that was a uh, that was actually uh, uh, Jeremy Irons. Doug. I think that was. No, no, no. he was in a Irons. different one. Uh, in the name of the king. No, man, that's Ray Liotta. Doug. No, he wasn't in the name of the king, wasn't he? He was the king, wasn't he? Yeah, you shut your mouth. I'm uh, sorry, <laughs> blasphemy. I forgot. You have to. He he shaved his mustache and looked real weird, right? See, I'll always remember Burt Reynolds from his. Uh, from his camp, from his guest starring role on Burn Notice as the aging spy that helped Michael Weston uh, uh, de- destabilize a sleeper cell of Spetsnaz uh, Russian uh, operators in downtown Miami, Florida. I can tell you, I can just recite that whole episode if you want, Winner, or can we move on? We can move on. Okay, because I was just um, about to do it. I love me some burn notice. Yeah. Oh, Looks man. like he'll be having a boogie night in the light. I like it. Like it. For Fox it. News, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I almost doxed you. Uh, I'm <laughs> Michelle Wong. There you go. I, I am Michelle Tafoya. Uh, man, speaking of nights, man. Or speaking of the nighttime, the spooky times, Jordan Peele is in talks to produce a Candyman remake, man. Mm-hmm. What is it this guy in the works for since Get Out? Because I thought he had Twilight Zone on his on his plate as well. He does. I'm Okay, I'm getting a little nervous for Mr. JP, man. Mr. Yeah, Mr. J. Spread. Peele. AJ. I, taking on a lot of projects. Yep. Spreading <laughs> yourself a little thin. My good. Yes. Uh, if you had to choose between him... Uh, doing a Candyman remake and him doing a up a, a revised version of Twilight Zone. What would you choose that he focus on? Oh, Twilight Zone. Give uh, give the guy who does Insidious the Candyman remake. Oh no, because I want the I want it to be good. I want it to be the the thing about how how dare I'm, you? I'm sir. just saying. I'm James Wan. You're all you're the man for what It'd you be do. Insidious Chapter Five, The Candyman. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness, you're killing me. You're killing me. You may have just given us the name of the podcast for this week because that just burns yeah. my that hurt. That actually hurt my heart a little bit. Just, just bunching Candyman and all chapter that. Five Candyman versus Dracula because you always had vampires. Candyman versus Annabelle. Get out of here, man. There you go. That hurt my heart a little bit because I hold Candyman in such regard. Oh, because Candyman is such a social satire movie, in it at its at its gut. Like Candyman is really just about the you know the anxieties of like inner city folklore, you know modern folklore, and it's just it's such a beautiful movie. <laughs> like Candyman is actually a beautiful horror film. It's like gothic horror. It's modern day gothic horror, yeah. and it 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 tells a lot. Uh, it tells a pretty good, a pretty good tale on just uh, inner city anxiety and just kids being afraid of something. And I think in the hands of Jordan Peele, I would prefer that over him doing Twilight Zone only because Twilight Zone's perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Twilight true. Zone is super perfect. But we always could use more. We, I, I always like to see people's failed attempt at trying to make another anthology hey, series, and. Like similar to Twilight. I got two words for you: uh, Black Mirror. Watch Black Mirror on Netflix. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I think Black Mirror is a little different from Twilight. Oh yeah. Oh, personally, yeah. 
I I would say that Black Mirror um, kind of kind of doesn't use the time frame of each episode to the best of its ability. Yeah. Sometimes this feels drags drags on, and uh, also. Can we call it an anthology when there's like a rumor that all these stories are connected in the same? Well, that's universe? a rumor, you know. Until it's it's fan canon. It's canon. It's fa- <laughs> it's funny. You broke up during that, and it's about Black Mirror. So the Black Mirror itself is trying to stop you from saying your opinions, Doug. That's awesome, but I don't know. If, uh. So, and also my opinion is that they should have made a Shaft versus Candyman movie. But anyway. Shaft versus Candyman, Final Retribution. Move it on. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take you, Kerner. Oh, man. Or they should have Candyman made today, only it's made by a director who's alt-right. Oh, my goodness. So, so Candyman is no longer black, but he's white. And... Uh, they make a huge effort to mention that there were white slaves back in the day as well. Um, wow. What winner? Winner. Yeah. We're walking away from this winner, even though sorry. what what you're talking about straightly sounds like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right the hell on. But that, what you just described made me think about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Well, that means you're I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I smell peanut butter. Uh, yeah. So this week, uh, we had a little thing called Tokyo Game Show that went on. And a lot of video game stuff happened. So we're just going to fly through these games um, that Tokyo Game Show gave us that I want to talk about because they look cool. Uh, there's one game from the guys who make the Sega Yakuza series called. Uh, it's <laughs> one thing I love about uh, Japanese games is they have the coolest names ever. The name of this game is called Judge Eyes. <laughs> what is that? Right. that even me? <laughs> and it's it's about a private detective who's also a lawyer that goes and solves crimes around like you know the Tokyo area, and it's a mix of. It's supposed to be a mix of like Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright, and like the Yakuza games, which is mostly like beat-em-ups, walking down the street, a lot of character interactions, things like that. Had the high-impact action that's... scenes of the courtroom. <laughs> yes, objection. You know what I'm saying? That, that's one of my favorite characters in Marvel 3, because you land that, uh, if you land his uh, his uh, level 3, the little, little maximum, it's almost unblockable. But anyway... Yeah, Project Judge or Judge Eyes looks really interesting. And I'm really and there's a demo that actually came out if you have a, a Japanese uh <clears throat> account for PlayStation. And a lot of people you can just get one of those if you're savvy enough, but um you can play the game now if you want, kind of get a feel for it. Also, there's another game coming out that's called Project Awakening. It looks like a mix of Dark Souls and Monster Hunter. <clears throat> which kind of just sings to me because I'm just like, yeah, those are two. That's some chocolate in my peanut butter that I can really get down with. It almost reminds me of this game called uh, Darkest, uh, not Darkest Dungeon, but uh, Deep Down that Capcom was making and it just kind of never happened. So this looks like the next spiritual, you know, the spiritual su- successor of that dead game. And it's a lot of, you know, knight fighting dragon or drake in this in this matter. And the graphics, of course, look 
next level. It looked like there's going to be on the PS5 or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really excited to see how that game looks. Looks pretty. And um, the the news that I'm mostly excited about is we're getting a new Samurai Showdown game. You Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown's back, dude. You 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 know what Samurai Showdown is, Winner? Do you understand? Yeah, I played that. Uh, I played like an arcade version. Yes. Of the, uh, someone had their home arcade system with it in it, and I would play it all the Love time. Love me some Samurai Showdown, dude. I remember going to the bowling alley in my local area, and my, my dad and his buddies were bowling. I was pouring quarters into Samurai Showdown, playing as Charlotte and Gen Ann and Hal Maru and Halford and Jubei and all those cool fighting game guys. So what this is, Samurai Showdown is a fighting game made by SNK that was out during like the 90s, uh, came came about around the same time as like Street Fighter and Art of Fighting and Fatal Fury and all those just classic arcade games. And Samurai, and all, and we've been in the middle of kind of like a fighting game renaissance recently. We have new Soul Calibur coming out. We have Tekken, we have Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, it's just fighting game heaven right now. And the only game that's kind of been left behind was Samurai Showdown from the old days. But now it's back. It has a Street Fighter Four artist-y kind of paintbrush on wood aesthetic that I think looks beautiful. It's bloody, just like the old games were. It looks like it still maintains the PAL system. A lot of the classic characters were shown off, like uh, Nakamaru, who has the bird. Galford, who's the guy with the... With the with the dog that you can use as a striker, of course, how how Maru uh, with the giant sword swipes, just I'm super hyped for this game, man. I can talk about it all day, but I'm just happy that more yes. fighting games are happening for me to talk about. You know what I mean? I didn't even see this coming. I thought this game was dead. So for Samurai Showdown to be down the pipe next year, along with Soul Calibur, I'm just gonna have me a damn good time, man. I'm so excited. I can't gush about it more. I, I'm no. Fi- I'm awake. I know you better be, damn it, because <laughs> we have to close the show with the news of the week, man, which I think is kind of nutty. Is actually while we're talking about it, let me just pull up this article so I don't get certain things wrong. Uh, EA, uh, as recently, been having issues with their loot boxes. <laughs> Including them in games and and running afoul of um, countries who are considering loot boxes to be a form of gambling, which let's be real. How does this sound, little Timmy? You get a loot box every time. Let's talk about a game like Overwatch, CS:GO. You get a for every time you level up, you get you get a three loot boxes, right? And with loot boxes, you win stickers and cosmetic changes and things that really don't matter in regards to the game. But if you want to look style on people, you have loot boxes that you can earn, mind you, piecemeal. So for every match you win, you earn a percentage closer to leveling up and thus get a loot box. The trick is that you can earn it the the normal way. But to the side here, you can just buy 20 loot boxes for $50. You can just buy it. You know what I mean? Take take the uh, get, take the weight out, and then once you buy it, the actual gifts that come in a loot box are randomized. So you 
can get anything for your money. You may win big, you may not win anything. That sounds like gambling to me, guys. A little bit. Don't you agree, Winner? How dare bit? you? How dare me? Gam- okay, so doesn't gambling, though, include that you will win money back, though? You win currency back. Yeah, but that's not money. It's in-game money. It's worse than gambling because in gambling, you're spending money to get money, right? That's the whole point. Put in a quarter in a slot machine, you're hoping to get a million dollars, whatever. But for games, you're putting money into a digital slot machine that's not even giving you back anything of real value outside of that game. So if you do the slot machine, you win a special gun that shoots more, that causes more damage. You're still just okay. spent burning that money, but it still tickles that gambling center of your brain. You know what I mean? And it and it can in in inhibit such addictive properties, especially in young adults who don't know how to control such impulses. This is why you have parents finding their sell, their credit cards stolen and thousands of dollars ran up on loot boxes. You know what I mean? It's an impulse that they haven't learned to slake. Even adults can't, haven't learned to take care of this thing. It's, it's an actual problem. And what okay. countries are saying is that, hey, EA, these are for this gate. This is for children. And you know, most countries and states legalize have to regulate gambling for this such reason. Can you not? You know, can at least for our countries? Because little inside baseball, guys, video games are really adjusted based on region. So one game may have certain data, you know, one game may have something in it that the other game doesn't. And uh, may it be like content, may it be words, it's all changed around. You know, what's what comes out in Japan for a game may not necessarily pass in the US and vice versa, right? right. So what, let's say in this case, Belgium is asking is, hey EA, can you just take out the loot boxes for our people? Because we consider it gambling, we don't want that in our country. What does EA say? No, <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Get lost. <laughs> Either ship our games or don't. But we're not changing anything. So now, mm-hmm. the country of Belgium is planning to sue EA because of these illegal acts, and it's like, how far do you let it go before you just be like, look, man. We're a company, man. Like we need to adjust <laughs> to, to this because nobody likes the people who love loot boxes are the same people who are spending five, ten dollars. And I'm I'm guilty of it. Like on I've I remember every it, it got so bad. Like every time I got paid, I would spend at least twenty dollars on a loot box on a loot box uh, bundle, especially if there's new content out for like Overwatch. Right. Overwatch drops their summer skins or whatever. And I'm like, man, I just want to, I want the skins for the character. I like, I want my Zarya uh, Olympian skin, but it's a crapshoot. By the time this event's over, I could never get that skin playing it normally, you know? So I'm just going to spend $20 and try to get the skin I want. But after a while, that becomes problematic because a game that's $60 over time, I've maybe spent $200 on. So here, okay. So here's the, yeah, the question I have for you. So if if um and this is for the audience, feel free to message me on Twitter at Trashmonkey. Um 
Yes, we are agree. So you're saying that uh, gambling, so the the system of you put money in and you get random loot boxes and there's random stuff inside, that is gambling. In a sense, yes. That's at least or that's what maybe I think. Yes. So, so would would you then say that uh, booster packs are also a form of gambling? <laughs> yes, <laughs> especially absolutely yes. It's okay, a crap so maybe shoot. we have a bigger definition of gambling going on here. Well, no, no, no. Th- uh, it's a slippery slope, man. Because yeah. booster packs. Let's say you're playing Magic, yeah. and you buy like a whole. You buy a box of boot. Um, it's a gamble on what you're going to get. The random is the randomization of it is the gamble. It's not even the currency. It's not even the act okay. that you're spending money. It's the randomization of said result. You know what I mean? Like if I go in my kitchen, make eggs, you know, cheese and ham and and onions. I'm making an omelet, and I know I'm going to get an omelet no matter what, right? Unless I just, you know, that's at least the idea. But if I put a box of pizza in the oven and I open the oven up and it's like, and there's like, you know, pancakes in there, what? <laughs> You're not getting the return on your investment is not set in stone. And I think that's okay. the gamble. You know what I mean? That's the addictive part. That's me going back. I want that. I want X. And I'm going to keep spending money and keep trying to win this randomized objective that I may never hit. And that's gambling. That's in the, that's, that feeds addictive personalities, and that should be regulated, especially on a platform that caters to children. I'm just saying, it's just, that needs to have some kind of check and balance to it, because it's it's not, you're not getting what you're, you're not getting out what you're putting in, guaranteed. Like, if you told me, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you told well, it's, me. It's, it's you impossible. Know? You're getting right. back a digital, a thing that makes a zero a one. <laughs> there's no way that you're going to get a return from that exactly. <laughs> and that's the problem man is that people put so much weight into said thing because they're a fan of it and i totally understand but yeah. if you pay for something you should get what you're paying for rather than nothing rather than disappointment that will fuel more paying for it it's a scummy practice this could be another episode <laughs> this could be an- I'm just saying, like, I love talking about this stuff because I don't know. Maybe that's just how I feel. Like, I just think that there should be alternative options, but then it takes away the the potency of the loot of the loot box or the loot crate or yeah. whatever. Uh, it takes away the potency if you could just buy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, I find just it interesting it. that you would use uh, like a strong term as scummy for this <laughs> particularly it, with a lot it, of companies they use these to uh fuel um support for the game would you say it's really depends on how you handle it like yeah. i this is where i separate let's say i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm put two games on on the on the measuring measuring yeah. and this will be our conclusion by the oh, way because we're past the 30 minute mark <laughs> yeah this will be the good one we're running a little bit late, but I love this discussion. So I'll close it at this and get your thoughts. On one side of the scale, you have Blizzard's Overwatch, yeah. right? On the other side of the scale, you have EA's Battle, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, right? Okay. Both use both both utilize you boxes, but what are they? What are you paying for? And Overwatch is the opportunity to get skins, um, to to get stickers, to get sprays or whatever it's all cosmetic and doesn't matter in the end game 
it's not going to adjust or change your overall fun to be had in the game on a play on a play level, mm-hmm. right? Then you have uh, Battlefield, which you gamble characters. <laughs> you can pay for Darth Vader, or you may not get him. Pay for this gun that's going to improve your 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 aim or improve your your dps or improve your aoe your area of effect and people want to win <laughs> you know so they're going to pay more money for that constantly and they may never get it and that's fuels that addictive part of the human mind and i think that if you want to make downloadable content to support your game i'm all for it downloadable content is one of the more productive and useful tools to game design to keep your game alive like fighting games are huge proponents of the dlc new gives them money to produce more content we can make new characters now because you pay for x we can add the character you want maybe it gets it gets the community involved if you want to do polls what would you like this to add next dlc is beautiful i'm gonna have no problems with dlc because you're paying money for a product that you are guaranteed to receive you know, outside of, you know, catastrophic f- failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But on the other hand, for loot boxes, you're paying an amount for question marks. You know, can you imagine if every t- can you imagine playing like Mario Kart and every time and every time you ran into one of those little spinning question marks, it cost you a buck fifty? Would you just avoid them? Would you you know what I mean? Yeah. Or would you just you know, it's it changes the whole dynamic because it's changing the game. It's changing the flow of the game and the in- enjoyment of the game. And it sets apart th- the haves and the have-nots. Because if you're playing Call of Duty and you're playing against Captain Moneybags who's just bought his way to victory, it's not fair for the kid who just bought the game for 60 bucks. That's a whole other side to it as well. But I can go out and talk about this forever. I just think that maybe scummy is a strong word, but I don't feel comfortable walking that back. I think it's just... EA needs to reassess, you know, their approach to it. I think loot boxes done right can be beneficial, but if you're using it to overly monetize an already successful brand and just driving your fans into the ground and and create creating a division of the haves and the have-nots based on these effects and also feeding addictive personalities, it just keeps concaving into itself. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's right. just not, it's not great. I'm just all I'm saying. It's not great. Okay. Yeah, I can, I you can know? definitely say that. It's just, um, it's hard for me to, uh, I would say that EA is definitely the, uh, not to make like game developers look like the most holiest of beings, but like EA is definitely the more like, um, I think there's more game companies that use loot boxes in the sense to, um, um, increase. I mean, they they just keep the games supported longer. I mean, that's how CS:GO is still CS:GO. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's still like they still have tournaments right. for it. Rocket League, the same yeah. thing. Loot box the money. Like they've they actively say that money to these loot boxes will go to tournaments. And StarCraft became free to play. And they introduced loot boxes to that StarCraft too. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I think there's a lot more examples of um, 
good good being done and uh yeah but then there you can't ag- that i would agree yeah. with that i'll agree with we have found that common boxes, ground Mike, ladies and gentlemen Russian g and... i don't like this lore that you're building and i'm some kind of like splinter cell communist dude i'm not feeling it man no. i don't like it you would not do i do wear a lot of gray though all right mike snowflake g no, i'll take that I'll take that over the Thank you very much. But no, uh, my last thought, Luke, don't be scummy, guys. That's all don't I'm saying. Luke Box, we can, can agree be, to that. Don't be scummy. Don't yeah, be just scummy. don't be scummy, man. Just, Take our money just the your, natural way. <laughs> give us the option. Make it an option, not a, a necessity, okay? That's all I'm saying. Certain games, it's a necessity to buy loot boxes to keep on top. Certain games, it isn't. Those games are called good games. The other games are called bad games. That's all I'm saying. Man. Can you imagine if you're playing a fighting game and you had to do a loot box for moves? Hey, Ryu doesn't come with the Hadouken anymore, but you can win it in the loot box. speak that into existence, Mike. I don't Shut even up. play fighting games. And the, you know, there's, there's some, uh, there's some, there's like a Monopoly man going, the what? The war. I just gave a marketing dude an idea. The day that happens in Street Fighter Six, I'm just gonna walk into the damn ocean because it's over. Humanity and is I over. I get his consoles. <laughs> nice. You get all my games, bro. I'm gonna leave them to you, Trash Monk the Thizzard. Oh man, I destroy all um, the fighting games as natural, and I <laughs> and uh... if you can't, I'm you can't see this, but I'm just gonna say I'm audibly shaking my head. I'm disappointed. Can't do it. Mm. One day we're going to play fight games and you're going to love it. Uh, any passing thoughts on it before we close this bad boy out? Yeah, um, I'm currently in the transition away from iTunes, which means that I am no longer going to be supporting Apple. It has, Get them out. Yeah, I am now using two different accounts uh, for music. I'm using Google Play Music and uh, – Good. I'm using for podcasts this app called Pocket Casts, which is okay. nine ninety nine, uh, one payment, no no subscription garbage, and Good. you can get an app for your phone. Which I mean, okay, altogether it's going to be fifteen bucks, but it will sync your apps from the computer. I mean, the sync your podcast that you listen from the computer to your phone via the internet, and uh, it's streamlined. It will double speed podcasts. Uh, I recommend Pocket Cast, ladies and gentlemen. Pocket Cast. Hey, guys, Pocket Cast, if you're listening, we'll absolutely do a sponsor for you. Please, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention. Please check out our YouTube channel, Master of Nerdiverse Cast, where I've started to doing uh, videos called MLT Night Hot Take, where I take two to five minutes to discuss a certain thing in the news. I have a... Uh, a Captain Marvel breakdown. We didn't mention that much on the podcast, but just to give you a heads up, Captain Marvel's looking really good. And I do a hot take on the looks and kind of give my idea of where this where the film could be going. So please visit our YouTube channel and check out our hot takes that'll be coming out throughout the week. I actually have to record one tonight after I'm done doing our show here. And also please visit our Twitter page, which is at MNerdiverse, where you can interact with me, Mike G. And Winter pops in every once in a while to kind of say, hey, and we're just here just mixing it up with the podcast community, having fun, making friends. So if you want to join, check us out. 
And if you want to support the show monetarily, please visit our Patreon. Uh, every penny counts. So if you want to give us a dollar a month, $5 a month, $4,000 a month, I will take it. And I will put it towards the show and make a sound. And Talk to you, Marky better. Cube. Mar- talking to you, Mark Cubion. I'll take your cash. Uh, but if you want to support us non-monetarily, you can do that simply by like leaving a like, comment on our Facebook page. I love reading um, critiques on our work, especially some our, some of our earlier episodes. Uh, subscribe to our channels so you can be right there when new new stuff drops, when new episodes drop. You'll be right there to listen to it and enjoy. I have, of course, been your host, Mike G. And I've been Winter. And we will always ask you to take that one step beyond. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.